Hello, hello everyone. It's your girl Kira the Healer and you are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. Um, So I just want to go off and start by saying I am very angry right now. I'm working backwards. Um, I literally recorded the whole episode, um, which is this episode, episode 11. And for some reason it deleted, right? Fuck my life. Um, So I'm going to take a moment of silence to acknowledge my anger. And now I'm letting go of the anger. So this episode is called Which Which Is It? This is episode 11. We are getting close to ending season one and getting on to season two. Um, so I currently was inspired um, about this episode uh, because I'm taking a course online. Um, it's for the Center of Excellence. If you guys are interested, it's uh, centerofexcellence.com and they have a lot of cool courses. Um, and I'm taking a master herbalist uh, course and um, I'm learning so much. Like I, I can't even like begin to explain how much I am learning from this episode. I'm sorry, not from this episode, um, from this course, because it's just so informative. It gives so much information. Um, it's really, really awesome. So um, I was expired uh, because like herbalism has to do with like, you know, kind of like witchcraft. Um, so I'm going to talk about um, the different kinds of witchcraft and practices. So let's get witchy right now. Okay. Um, I can say myself that I use so many forms of uh, different practices. Um, so I consider myself very eclectic. I have a mix of everything, like kitchen, green, cosmic, white, solitary, uh, witch practices. So I just want to delve and discuss the different types of witches and practices there are today. Um, also on Instagram, just feel free to tag yourself um, into whichever witch, <laughs> whichever witch you feel that you uh, definitely resonate with. Um, that's a, a tongue twister. Which witch, which witch is which? I think, I, yeah, I definitely did that on purpose um, for funsies. But <clears throat> anyway, let's get into this episode. Um, so the first episode, I'm sorry, the first episode, the first uh, witch or witchcraft practice is eclectic, um, which is like I said, it's me. Uh, I use or eclectic, which is use a lot of different tools and practices in their craft. Um, and it's like collectively from other witchcraft practices. So for example, they use herbs, tarots, crystals, spells, and charms. Uh, ceremonial, which uses, um, that's the next one, ceremonial, which they use rituals, invocation. They do a lot of spirit work, um, working with elders, uh, fairies, different deities. They incorporate other forms of um, like the occult, such as like Ignokian magic, Kabbalah, Thelema. Um, and they're very secretive in their, in their work, so they don't identify with the word witch. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, a fun fact, I remember there was this one podcast I used to listen to. I can't for the life of me remember her name, but she is, she definitely identifies as a witch and she says she's a witch. Um, but she was talking about like how I was saying they work with like fairies and, uh, different deities, but she, um, was saying like, she does a lot of spirit work and, um, her spirit work even is, it is with like low vibrating entities, um, 
So she works with them and she said that she would rather work with the low vibrating entities rather than the fairies because the fairies are tricksters and everything. So that's just like interesting to even say, like I've never really delved that far with like fairies or anything, but um, definitely done some spirit work in my day. And I can definitely say I don't plan on going back anytime soon. Um, So with that being said, the next witch is a hereditary witch. Um, hereditary witches practice um, their rituals, their practices, their crafts are all passed down from generation to generation. Um, so I can say a lot of people, whether they want to acknowledge it or not. Excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of water. So loud. I don't understand why. <clears throat> Um, but a lot of us, I want to say, um, are hereditary witches, a lot of practitioners only because a lot of the traditions, um, and rituals and crafts are always passed down from our ancestors or, um, like people in our family, like how I always talk about, uh, Mama, who is, my great grandmother and I always say, yeah, she was a village uh, medicine woman and da 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 da. But a lot of her practices and her gifts were passed down to me. Um, so I definitely have to acknowledge all of that. Um, there's this really cool book I read. It was called The Way of the Psychic Heart by Brad. I think it's McCree, and he talks about his friend and she is of gypsy descent, and he talks about how her her grand his friend's grandmother passed her gifts down to her um but she's so powerful she didn't know how to use them so she had to learn to work with them it's a really cool book it's really interesting um but he talks about that and she's basically a hereditary witch um the next one sorry the next one is a hedge witch or a green witch um and they use a lot of herbs and plants in their practice um, and their craft. They're very naturey, outdoorsy. They just connect with nature. Um, that's a green witch. Folk witch is a very traditional OG um, witch, I would say. <laughs> and that's where like the idea of Wicca came from. Uh, they use talismans, spells, charms, herbal brews. Um, so they're like the definition of a witch. Like when you see like TV shows and stuff like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's the one I can think of or The Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, I feel like her family, even though they're like, they're considered a Satanist, um, they're definitely like folk witch. I can definitely see those vibes. Uh, So the next one is a kitchen witch. Um, They're also called a, sorry, they're also called a hearth witch. And, um, Kitchen witch, uh, they believe that the heart is, um, home is where the heart is. And I definitely have to agree. Um, And the kitchen is the heart of the home. Definitely agree. Uh, They usually have a stovetop as a counter altar. Uh, Jars with lots of uh, dried herbs. They have uh, fresh herb gardens and stuff. Um, they use essential oils, they practice magic in their cooking, um, energy and sacred work goes into their crafting and cooking. So they don't necessarily bust out the candles and, um, meditate and pray and call upon anyone. Um, 
like in a sacred space or anything because their kitchen is their sacred space. So I, I think you get where that where I'm getting at. Otherwise, I'm just gonna go on a tangent um, trying to explain this. <laughs> um, next is a white witch, which is I think is a little controversial only because I know a lot of practitioners who would say magic is magic. It's just positive and negative energy, um, you know. But uh, at the same time, as a someone who like me, who's a light worker, I can definitely see the differences in the two. Um, when you do like darker, I hate that word, like darker work, and then white magic, and then black magic. You get what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, I think you could definitely feel the different energies when you work with it. So um, anyway, the white witches they say. Um, they're usually empaths and work uh, work closely. They connect with animals. Um, they use a lot of home remedies, and they are closely connected to the earth. And they want to heal. Um, so I can, I mean, I can definitely say I relate to that. But um, that's what falls under um, the topic or the category of a white witch, a sea witch. Um, Sea witches have ties to the oceans and other bodies of water. They use sand, shells, and other parts of the ocean to incorporate in their craft. I personally think that they have ties to mermaids. Um, I love, don't get me wrong, I love the ocean. I love the beach. I collect shells. I have a big shell on my altar that is a representation of Yamaya. Um, but at the same time, I don't think I'm a mermaid. I don't connect with it like that. Um, like when I go to the ocean, I don't, you know, I, I do hear nature calling me or mother nature, Yamaya calling me. Um, I do call, I do feel the spirits of the ocean, but I don't necessarily feel the draw like I do with nature and trees and, um, you know, being out in like that element. Um, but yeah, I just personally think that sea witches have to have a tie to mermaids. That's just a thought, food for thought. Sorry, had to obnoxiously drink my water. Um, so the next one is a Dianic witch. And Dianic witches are feminists. Um, or I think they have, I want to say they have feminist, feminist ties in their practice. Um, Dianic witches follows the cult of Diana. So they worship uh, the Greek deity um, or the Greek goddess Hecate, who is the mother I'm sorry, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Um, it's a woman's only occult. And they usually, like I said, they have feminist uh, feminist ties into their practice. Um, fun fact, a lot of people don't know um, that the maiden, mother, and crone is tied to your period. Um, they are connected to the moon, which is why it's called the moon cycle. I could probably get into an episode about that where we talk about your period and the moon, um, how it influences it, and um, also the importance of it. Because a lot of people don't know that the moon ties into your period and also that Hakate or um the maiden, the mother, and the crone is connected in one. She's very, a very feminine deity. Um, I feel like there's a lot of deities or orishas or oracles or um, saints that have feminist, uh, fem, feminine and masculine um, ties into each other. But I feel like Hakate is very feminine. She's a very feminine um, goddess for sure. 
Um, so the next one we're getting into is the elemental witch and elemental uh, witches incorporate the use of elements in their crafts, such as earth, wind, fire, air. Um, each have a element on their altar or some have an altar for each element. That sounds awesome. Um, I personally do not have the space. My altar is getting very crowded and I feel so bad. I have to expand it. Um but I don't have the space. <laughs> but um, also, like, you don't, if you want to get into ele elemental witchcraft, you don't have to have an altar for each um, element. You definitely can have one altar and incorporate one component um, of each element in there or on your altar. Um, also, you can do like mini altars, which are like, a spread of a cloth and you put um, whatever, like depending on the spell or the ritual you're doing, you would only use from that element or whatever you needed on that little altar cloth and then you would put away when you're done. Um, so it's, all, I, I think this is all like debatable because um, you could definitely be an elemental witch, but you don't necessarily have to have an altar for each element. Um Let's get into the next one, which is a cosmic or a star witch. Um, cosmic and star witches are into astrology, astronomy, the cosmos, the planets, and their rulings. They base their spells and rituals on the placement of these planets, um, which is, that's super dope. Um, I'm definitely into astrology and astronomy and the cosmos. I love planets. I've always been that way since I was a kid. Um However, I can admit I'm terrible with the um, houses and placements. Um, I'm still learning, but um, I can't fully say, like, yes, I'm a cosmic, which I do have ties into it because I do love astrology and everything. Um, but I can definitely admit that I am not confident in all of it. <laughs> um <clears throat> But yeah, I think cosmic witches are cool. Star witches are very, very cool. Um, the next one is a secular witch. So secular witches use crystal herbs, oils, and candles. They do not worship deities and they have no religions and do not call upon a wor um, or worship a higher being. One second. I've got to drink my water. <clears throat> I'm back. So, um, like I said, they do not worship a deity. They don't um, have a religion. They do not call upon a higher being. Um, they believe in just strictly energy when they do their craft and not in spirits. So they separate spiritualism and their craft away from each other. That doesn't mean that they can't be religious or they can't believe in a religion or they can't be spiritual. They can. It's just they separate it completely from their work or their craft. <clears throat> So next is a solitary witch, which is me for sure. Um, solitary witches are like hermits. They prefer to practice alone rather than in a coven. Um, and they can still be eclectic in their work. It's just they don't uh, resonate with working with many people. Also, it could be because they didn't find a coven um, that they want to work in as yet. So it just all depends. Um, but they typically work alone. Uh, there is also a fun fact that I found um, that there's a legend that says that 
Solitary witches are reincarnations of witches who have been practicing for many generations. And it was that when they hit puberty, they were given the knowledge of their craft so that they understand their magic. Um, and because of that, there is no need for a coven when you just know your craft. Um, and it's something that was given to you because it was passed down, kind of like a hereditary witch, um, which is super dope. <clears throat> Um, I feel that we can all resonate with more than one practice and be a witch. Um, you do not need to practice in a coven. Do, like I, I feel like I always say this, but don't feel the need to practice in a coven. Um, you can especially, um, especially if you choose the route to have a, I'm sorry, if you do choose <laughs> to practice in a coven, um, you can choose the route of having a teacher or mentor. Um, but just remember, there's a lot of books. A lot of information can be obtained from books and there's seminars, there's blogs. There's just so many things you can do um, to get this knowledge if you're looking to practice. Um, if you're a baby witch, I do have some book recommendations. Um, definitely the one that I spoke about earlier, which was The Way of the Psychic Heart. And I believe is by Brad McCree or McCurry. McCree, something like that, but it's the way of the psychic heart. That's definitely a recommendation. Um, Solitary Witch by Silver Ravenwolf was my starter book when I got into Wicca. It was very informative, very in-depth. It's like, I want to say like hundreds of pages. It's huge. It's like a encyclopedia. It's so informative, but I would recommend that. Um, it talks about like the history of witchcraft, different deities, elements. Um, so it's I want to say it's a must-have for a starter. Um, <clears throat> another one I would say is The Green Witch by Aaron Murphy Hiscock. And this is like a mega kitchen witch, green witch vibe book. Like I love it so much. I didn't finish it. Um, I'm currently reading into it just as much as I can, um, just because I have so much going on with myself. But I definitely want to recommend this book, um, which, again, is The Green Witch by Aaron Murphy Hiscock. I do have it on my Instagram page if you're interested in seeing what it looks like. Um, but it has a lot about healing and uses with herbs. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a, a must have. Um, there's another book called Witch by Lisa Lister. I love Lisa Lister. She is so amazing. Um, she is definitely like a feminist icon, I want to say. Um, and she is definitely way ahead of her time. But um, if you want to get straight into spell work, like, like right into there, definitely I would recommend um, <clears throat> Witch by Lisa Lister. And also, if you want to get into divination and everything, A Curious Future by Kiki Dombrowski is something. Um, these are a few that I'm just naming. And if you're interested in more, please let me know. I can send you a ton of book recommendations. I have a huge um, bookcase in my room just filled with different kinds of spiritual books. Um, so definitely please let me know. Um, just and you can also like for this episode which which you are just feel free to let me know in the comments which one resonates with you the most um also follow me on instagram at mystic.mommy.podcast that's m-y-s-t-i-c period m-a-m-i period p-o-d-c-a-s-t um I wanted to also let you guys know I'm going to be doing another giveaway and it's going to be a spiritual bath in a jar for self-love. Um, so please follow 
tag two people in the comments. You can also let me know if your favorite ingredients for a self-love jar that you probably do for yourself at home. Um, so that's something cool that we can do and interact during these times. Um, also make sure you guys are staying safe. Lightworkers, please continue to spread love and protection, not only to those around you, like your close family and friends, but everyone in the world. Um, everyone, please stay safe and sane. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And I will talk to you guys later.